Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 342. Today, I want to teach you how to create a memorable customer experience. And so the question that I want to ask you is kind of starting off here today. Have you ever taken the time to really step back and consider what the experience is like for a customer that buys from your business? This is one of the most important questions I think you can ask yourself in 2023, because improving your customer experience is one of the easiest ways to make more money and create more opportunities for your business. And this is actually one of the core focuses of Love, Serve, Grow. You know, Love, Serve, Grow is really, it's a framework for building a transformational business. And when we think of being more transformational and less transactional, when I think of transactional, I think of focusing on everything getting that you have to do to get somebody to buy. Sales, marketing, it's not that that's not important, but people that have more of a transactional approach to their business, they don't spend enough time focusing on what happens after somebody buys. And one of the lessons that has taken me a very long time to learn in our company is the way that you build long-term sustainable results isn't by selling more people. Because if you're selling more people, but the thing you're selling them is really not that great, then you're going to get caught up in the treadmill of constantly having to find new people to sell. And this is what I see a lot of the people that I see out there that are super high sales numbers. It usually comes at the expense of the back end sustainability and retention part of their business. And so I just want to help you be better in that area. But let me share some recent statistics, some studies that I've been really looking into the data when it comes to customer experience, because this is something we're working on in our own company. But improving your customer experience, even just being more intentional about it, studies have shown can result in an immediate increase of 5 to 10% more revenue. Just think about that logically. This makes total sense to me. If all you do is just get more customers who have bought from you to buy again, you're going to see an immediate uptick in the revenue of your business. And if that's something that you do more of and it duplicates over time, the impact that that can have on your actual business growth is really immeasurable. And that's something you have total control over. But it also leads me to an important question that I want you to ask yourself. I bet you most of you don't know what this number is. What percentage of your customers buy from you more than one time? So of all the customers that you have, how many of them buy from you more than once? Now, I had a coaching call with a client of mine, Brenda, and we were talking about this. This came up because one of the things that she was sharing with me is that she's having a problem getting consultants. And she is somebody that always leads with the product. She has hundreds and hundreds of customers. And one of the things that she said to me that I thought was really interesting she said, most of the time, I don't even feel comfortable bringing the business up to them. I said, huh, that's interesting. So the first thing that I thought of is, well, she's not building a strong enough relationship with her customers. And so I asked her, I said, Brenda, what's that number for you? How many of those hundreds of customers do you think bought more than once? She thought about it and she said, if I had to guess, I'd probably say about 20%. 
And so I was like, okay. I was like, are you happy with that number? She goes, no. I go, what do you think it is for your team? Because she's a really successful leader. She kind of shaked her head and she said, well, if it was half of that, I would be shocked. And I said, well, what? Just let's think about that for a second. If less than one out of 10 customers that your team is signing up are actually resulting in a repeat buyer, can you see the damaging effect that that's having on your business? She says, of course. And so I think, you know, what's that number for you? And, you know, what's good? I don't know, but it's something you should be in, uh, conscious of because here's the thing. To me, there are two clear signs that you're doing a good job already in the way of creating a great customer experience. Number one, repeat purchases. Studies have shown a better customer experience creates brand loyalty. People will even pay more money for a comparable product if they know they're going to get a great experience doing it. So if you're not seeing repeat purchases, that should tell you that you have work to do in this area. Here's the other thing, referring other people to you. If you don't get referral business, then you're probably falling a little bit short in this area, but doesn't mean you can't make some changes, but these are the two telltale signs. So let me share some other really powerful statistics. I want to really make an argument today for why this needs to be a focus for your business. So there was an article published in Forbes magazine online, and listen to these three stats. An improved customer experience can result in up to an 80% increase in revenue. 86% of people said that they will pay more money up to 10 to 15% more willingly if the company has a better experience of working with them. And then the last one here to me I thought was really eye-opening. You can see up to 300% higher lifetime value of your customers if you have a really great customer experience. Now, this is another number that I don't think people pay enough attention to in our space. Lifetime value of a customer. You know that I saw in this same article, they quoted that Taco Bell, they did a study on Taco Bell, and they found that their average lifetime value of a customer is $11,000. Now, that's a lot of $5 tacos, burritos, and taquitos, right? But think about that. What is it for your business? What does the average customer spend with you over their lifetime? This is important because in 2023, I think one of the greatest opportunities a lot of you have is really doubling down on the people that you already have in your world that have purchased from you. It is 10 times easier to get an existing customer to buy from you again than it is to get a new customer. But most people don't focus on this. They focus on the value of the initial sale. They don't think long-term. They're not focused on building relationships or creating experiences. They focus most of their time on marketing and sales because their actual business isn't that good. They don't have systems. They're not a leader. They're not delivering results for anybody other than themselves. And look, I'm not judging. I'm just telling you, you're never going to build a business that way. You have to learn how to create experiences that focus on delivering customer results. One of the things that's taken me a long time to learn in our company is if you want to build a sustainable business, and I'm talking about year over year growth, consistent growth and results, it's not going to come from making more sales. It comes from better retention. 
Because if all you're doing is selling, spending your time selling someone on something that really isn't that great, that eventually will catch up with you in your business. You know, and a major focus for us this year is being less transactional and more transformational. And what that means in our world is pretty simple. I see it as this. This will be a conversation that will resonate with a lot of you because you've probably, just like me, you've bought all kinds of courses, you've hired coaches. We've all, I've been down that road, I, I mean, just like you. And so for me, when I think of a program, there's three components. There's content, there's coaching, and there's community. Most of the experts and gurus, and I've been one of these people, I'm not judging, I'm just admitting, most people focus on selling and marketing new people and just content. I used to obsess over content. We got to make it better. We got to make it better. And then here's what I realized. The content really doesn't matter. Most of the people don't even go through the content, right? And when I think content in our business, what I think for you is information. Like how much information do you feel like you need to give your customers? You need to educate them on every single study that's ever been done related to your products. Look, I got news for you. They don't care about the studies. They don't care about the studies. They don't care that your company is a B corporation. They don't care. They came here. They bought your product because they want a result. They want a transformation. You need to learn how to start focusing on the things that are going to bring that to them. And so what I've learned, and it's taken me a long time, it's not that the content isn't important, but it's such a small part of what creates transformations. Information doesn't create transformation, right? When I think of those three pieces for us in 2023 moving forward, it is all about, we are going all in on coaching and community, coaching and community, implementing. And when I think of your business, you need to do the same thing. You need to do a better job of helping people implement. You need to make it easier. You need to make it more clear. You need to be willing to lead them and coach them and challenge them because this is these are the things that will make a great experience. You want to listen, you want to do a better job. So going back to this conversation I had with Brenda, she goes, well, how do I get people to become a consultant? I'm like, to me, it's very simple. It's not the conversation that you have with them about the business. It's the experience that they've had working with you every point up until that moment. See, if the experience of somebody working with you is great, right? And if you help them become a better version of themselves just because they bought from you, you will never in your life have an issue getting people to want to do what you do because they will look at what you do very differently. And so all of this leads into this. But here's the big distinction I want to make for you. And I've been hinting at this already. You have to understand the difference between customer service and serving your customers. Think of it like this. You service the transaction. You serve the person. You service the product. You serve the person. See, most people, most of our clients, this is a critical thing that we teach in Love, Serve, Grow. Most of our clients, they think that the value that they provide customers comes in the way of customer service you know, helping them place orders, answering questions. Here's a new promotion. Here's a new sale. Giving them even like just educational information in general, we think that is serving. It's not really serving unless it's tied to a specific need or problem that your customer has. And what I will tell you is that there's very little value today in customer service. This is expected. If you don't at least provide a basic level of customer service, you will not have customers and you will not have a business. See, in order for you to stand out and win this year, your opportunity is to go beyond that. 
See, transformational businesses, what they do is they focus on after the sale. The focus isn't getting somebody to buy from you. The focus is working with your customers to help them achieve their goals and improve their lives. This is how you build relationships. You serve the person. Look, your products are just a vehicle for you to help create personal transformations for people. This is one of the easiest and fastest ways to add value to your business. So how do we begin to make this shift? How do we bring more value into our customer relationship? Well, I'll go back to a conversation that I've had with you multiple times over this podcast. We teach that there are three levels of value creation. The lowest level is product information. Here's what I will tell you. Customers today, they want less information and more transformation. The more you tell them about your products, the less likely they're going to be to get the results that they want. But product information, I think of that as customer service, servicing the transactions. It's the lowest level of value. We need to go beyond that. The next level of value is problems. So how can you help solve problems for people through your business. Now, when we talk about problems, it's not just tied to your product, right? Because the people that are buying from you, they are actual people that have lives outside of your business. Take the time to get to know them, understand them, find out other things they're struggling with. And look, there are very few things that will build trust faster than you showing genuine care and concern and a willingness to help, even if it doesn't mean that it's going to put money in your bank account. Maybe your customer is a stay-at-home mother, and you are as well, and you share things with that person, advice, products, experience, whatever, that can help them just be better in that particular area of their life. See, to me, serving the person means that every interaction that I have with them, it's an opportunity for me to get to know them, connect with them, and help them in some way, and sometimes that means challenging them around the beliefs and assumptions and thoughts that they have, their own red light stories, being willing to point that stuff out to them. See, because when we can transfer our own personal growth to our customers, that is so valuable to people. They're not getting that from any other companies or any other businesses. And so it's kind of counterintuitive as far as I see it. You want to sell more products to your existing customers? Stop trying to sell them so much. Because there's no value if that's the only reason when we're talking. And so all of this leads me into, really, what's the mission of your business? See, Love, Serve, Grow, we teach people that your business must be driven by a bigger mission than just making the sale. The mission of your business is bigger than the transaction. Your product and your business is just one vehicle. Your mission is much bigger than that. And when you're showing up from a place of mission and you're willing to go the extra mile and you are really passionate about serving people, you'll never have to worry about your business ever again. So start thinking about that. How can I start having conversations around problems? How can I start asking more questions, spend less time talking and telling, and spend more time listening and learning and connecting with the people? Here's the easiest way to start this. Just ask them why they bought from you. Just go back and ask your customers, hey, why'd you buy from me? That's the easiest way to transition a conversation from product to problem. So let me give you some tactical advice here now. So we talked about being more problem-focused. To me, that's just an overarching mindset and approach to conversations. But let me give you a really actionable way to do this. What if you were able to personalize the process of working with you? See, focusing on the person, 
Think about it like this. Every interaction you have with them, how can I do just a little bit more to make them feel special? So I'll give you some examples. And these are things that we practice in our business and things that I see quite a bit. So I go back this coaching call that I had with this client of mine, Brenda. She shared with me one of the things that she does is she sends this little handwritten note to all of her customers, thanking them for buying, which I thought was great. And she says, I usually include some a flyer with some promotions and specials that they can take advantage of. And then I usually give them a sample of a product that they haven't, they don't have, just as a way to give them a little something. I said, Brenda, that's great. I said, but here's what I want you to understand. That's not a gift. That's you marketing your business. I said, what you're doing is great. It's better than most. But what I would rather have you do is forget the sample, forget the flyer, and just send the card. Because the minute it's attached to your business, it's no longer just a thoughtful gift. It's a way for you to promote what you do. You know, I learned this. I was at a mastermind and and the gentleman who was running the mastermind, he said, look, if it has your company's name on it, it's not a gift. It's marketing. And we used to do this all the time. We would send quote unquote gifts to our clients. And it was really, it'd have our logo on it, a hat, shirt, you know, onesie for a baby, all this kind of stuff. And that's not really a gift. That's just you trying to get them to promote your thing. I said, a gift you're giving with no expectation of getting anything in return. And so how can you start doing more of that? So let me give you some some examples here. One of the things I see a lot of people doing is they'll send books, personal development books, right? And I think that's actually a good thing. That to me is more of a transformational serve the person. But let me give you a tweak of how I think you can do that and just be a little better. And how by being a little better, it actually brings way more value into the process. See, I send books to clients, but I never send it from Amazon. I send it to me. I personally send it to them with a handwritten note. But what I do, whenever it applies, I will go to a specific part of the book and I will actually highlight part of it. And I will put a little post-it note and write a handwritten note and tell them specifically why I thought this book was for them and where I think it could help them. See, that is going the extra mile. But that brings so much value. Like that really communicates like you took some time to think about this. How about this? You know, I mentioned onesies, which are just little, I said onesie the other day and people didn't know what that was. It's just like a little how do you even explain a onesie? It's like an outfit for a baby that snaps at the bottom. And so we used to send these super cute onesies with a little hoodie on it to clients of ours that had babies and we just slap our logo on it. And, and then I learned that it's not a gift if you do that. And I said, all right, so how could I personalize this in a way that would be meaningful? So I just did this with two of our clients. They had babies. I sent them the onesie, but instead of putting our logo I went and I looked, I found out their company's compensation plan. I looked at what the top rank was called. And I put on each of their onesies, future SED and future NVP. And I sent that to them. And the reaction that I got from them in doing that was so far greater than anything that I ever gotten before, because it just showed that I took a little bit of extra time to personalize it for them, but it was more meaningful. Like, They'll, their baby, they'll put that thing on their baby 10 times they would something that just has our logo on it. And look, it, it doesn't always take money. Like you could just send that note, send a voice message, show genuine care and concern, just personalize the process whenever you can. Here's the final thing I'll share with you. And this goes back to what we talked about earlier, the three levels of value creation 
products is the lowest level. Problems are the, that's really where value begins, connecting with people around problems, helping solve problems. The highest level though is, is what we refer to as mission, vision, and values. See, Harvard Business Review published an article. I've read, I've mentioned it before here on the podcast. The number one thing that they found that consumers are looking for in 2023 is they want to know the purpose of the companies they buy from. Look, people today, they want to buy from companies that stand for something. They're looking for shared values. And so I think a big missed opportunity is, number one, you not being crystal clear on what these are for you and your business. And number two, having the ability to clearly communicate it to customers anytime it's appropriate, anytime you're talking to them. This, to me, is your greatest advantage. Because if you can bring this into your business, you'll never have any competition because there is no other you. And so when's the last time you shared your values with your customers? You shared your reason why you do this. You shared your vision for the impact that you want to help create through your business. Like this is the kind of stuff that creates culture. It builds trust and it makes people want to pay more money for your services. Think about how you can start bringing these into every interaction. Think of it as a chance to to get to know somebody, find out if you can help and share mission, vision, and values in some meaningful way. And you do these things consistently, the customer experience you create will, will be an amazing one for the people that join your business. So, so that's my episode, episode for you today. Give some thought to that. How can you take some steps in the right direction? Just do something today for someone. Do one thing and then just keep doing that consistently over time. So thanks for being here, everybody. Appreciate all of you. I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care.